to the Overgivers Anonymous podcast. My name is Angela Mondor, also known as the Geeky Girl. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about some amazing things to help you get over overgiving. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Overgivers Anonymous podcast. Oh, it's been a very busy month for me. How's it doing for you? <laughs> Okay, we're going to talk about your team again. Surprise! (laughs) I am so focused on making sure that you have a team that not only supports you, but that allows you to free up your time to have do what you want inside your business the way you want to do it, but also so that you can have the life that you wanted. Because isn't that why you started this business in the first place? Let's get to it. (laughs) Look. I'm going to, I'm going to break down some bare facts here, but when your team can do these things, it will free up your time to do what you want to be doing in your business. Not only is it important for you to serve the people you want to serve, to help the people that you want to help, but it's also really important that you are focused in your own business, doing the things that you want to do as well. Okay. I get it. In the beginning, when you first started your business, you had to do all the shit work, right? I mean, If you ran a brick and mortar business and you were the only person there, you would have had to clean the toilet. That's just the truth. Before you were able to hire the cleaning crew to come in at the end of the night. It's the same for your business right now, the type of business you're building right now. If you're not building a brick and mortar and you're building an online business, there's still shit tasks you have to do until you can A, afford and B, understand how to offload those things. So let's talk about that. The truth of the matter is that you cannot do it faster. Okay. We're going to get this out of the way right now. And it might feel like you can do it faster if you just did it yourself rather than training someone to do it and organizing and, you know, recording the process, but it's not, it's not, it takes time at first. It takes a little longer at first when you're when you're getting somebody to do something, but it's not a waste of time or a waste of your investment of time for you to spend that extra time in the beginning. I need you, this is a core belief. I need you to understand. I need you to embody this. Close your eyes, do what you have to do. This needs to get through. When you hire somebody to do something and you show them how to get that task done, yes, both you and them are working at the same time. So technically two of you are doing quote unquote, the same thing. And yes, it takes a little longer to make that happen. And then the second time they do it, maybe they do half of it on their own and they need your help for the other half. Third time they do it, maybe they're doing it all on their own. Guess what? If that task took an hour for you to do, and you hand it off to somebody else, if it's their circle of brilliance, first of all, they're going to do it faster than an hour because it's their circle of brilliance and they're going to be able to do it faster. Secondly, you've just now freed up an hour of your time to do something else. Boom. It's magic. It's not really magic. It's just, it's just the way it works, but you've got to get past the fact that you think you can do it faster than anybody else. or You can do better than anybody else because you just can't. Okay. There's too many things on your plate right now. Things are falling off the end. You do not have somebody to pick up those pieces if you do not need, if you don't ask for the help and you need help. So you may only have to do it once or twice when you're training them and helping them, investing in them. 
and you invest in them all the way along and support them. But once that training's done, the task is off your plate forever. It means you've gained back that hour forever. If it's a blog post that you're offloading to somebody and it takes you an hour, and let's say you do that once a week, if you've offloaded that task and it only takes them, I don't know, half an hour, first of all, yay them, good for them for getting it done faster. B, you have an hour a week that's now yours to do something else with. So no, you can't do it faster. No, you can't do it better. Let's get to it. You need to do your circle of brilliance items. The things that make you shine, the things that you're really good at, the things that you bang off so fast and you enjoy doing, those are the things you need to do. You need to get rid of the crap that's holding you back. Because if you offload that hour and you now have an hour a week, you have more time to do those other things. And what does that mean? It means we grow our businesses. It means we make more money. It means we serve more people. We have more fun. We enjoy our lives more. Please get on the train with me. <laughs> So I'm asking you this question. Maybe you haven't started building a team or maybe you've tried to build 17 teams and every team you hate and you can't figure out why you are trying to build a team over and over again. But here's my question. Why do you have a team? Why do you want a team? What is it about a team that makes you feel like this is a good idea? And let me just enlighten you a little bit on why having a team is important. Most people have a team because there's too much to do and there's not enough hours in the day and they're working themselves to death and they need help right? Most people have a team because they know they can't do it all. So there comes a point in your business and every other business when you're running out of time, you're making money, but you can't make more money because making more money means more work and you don't have time for the work you currently have. And now you're behind the eight ball and you don't have enough income coming in and blah, blah, blah. it's stressful and annoying. Okay. Sometimes that happens before you have a whole lot of quote unquote extra money. Your business may be not as liquid as you would like it to be. However, you're running out of time. You're going to have to invest in order to grow your business. You need to get help if you want that business to grow. And you only have 24 hours in your day. And depending on the outside circumstances around you, those 24 hours for you are going to look different than they do for me or for somebody else. How many hours can you actually work? Now, I know everybody's talking about this stupid hustle culture and Gary Vee's really good at being in this hustle culture and maybe it's good for him. Maybe it works for his brain, whatever. It doesn't work for mine. I can't do it. I can't pull those kinds of hours out of my brain. My brain shuts down. So where are your hard limits? How many days a week can you work? How many days a week do you want to work? How many hours do you want to put in? How many tasks do you want to get every, done every day? What are your hard limits? And work from there. You have to get help. If you are not only running a business, maybe you have the business and then you also have a J-O-B. Maybe you're running the business and you have little kids at home. Or maybe you're running a business and you're looking after aged parents. Who knows what's happening in your life? And your 24 hours are the same as mine, but we fill them with different things. And what's important to us, we make time for. So your business needs to be important and we need to make time for it, regardless of what other important things, other important things are happening outside of your business. So if your hour costs you $100 and you hire somebody for $20, 
to take on some of the tasks that are outside your circle of brilliance. And they take the same amount of time. So let's go back to that blog post example. If my hour costs $100, then that blog post cost me $100 to write. But if I offloaded that same task to somebody else and I pay them $20 an hour, then that blog post now doesn't cost me $100, it costs me $20. Okay, there's $80 difference between that. Okay, that's money. I want you to, I want, that is actual money. Even though you don't think about yourself in terms of money and time, it matters here. Now, if that person can get it done for less than an hour, because it's not your circle of brilliance, so it takes you an hour, but it's their circle of brilliance, so it only takes them half an hour, then maybe it only costs them 10, costs you $10 to get that blog post done. Booyah. Working in your circle of brilliance helps you to make sure that you are doing things that are right for you and hiring people who their circle of brilliance is the right. Okay. We talk, I talk all the time, rights, bums, right seats. This is what we're talking about. When you get somebody in their circle of brilliance doing what they do best. And now you're pulling profit. The hourly amount for the business. Yes. There's a percentage of that that needs to go to the people, your team members in order to make the team financially successful. But you want to be able to make sure that there's money left in that profit so that you can take your own profit out of the business and so that the business also has working profit as well. So you want to make sure that you're always looking at these income generating tasks. The math just works. Hiring people in your business to do work that you've dictated as important and it makes a difference in your bottom line so that you have more time to work on those high income tasks. Maybe it gives you more time so that you can push more projects through. Maybe it gives you more time so that you can help more people and then ultimately you'll be able to make more money. You cannot make more money on your own. You've created your own glass ceiling by not having a team. Okay. The math always works if you are looking at how to transfer that money properly. Making sure that you are offloading those tasks that are dragging you down, that are taking you longer than they should, that are outside your circle of brilliance, and you are offloading them to people who love doing them, who thinks it's the best thing since sliced bread, and who it is their circle of brilliance to get that shit done. That's the magic. And that's when the math starts to work. Now you can start looking at bringing in more projects. You can start putting money towards the profit in the business. You can take your own salary. This is what you've dreamt of. So now your team does need you. They are not islands. They need your input. They need you to be there. The value in having your team is so that you can have more time. And with more time, you can work on your circle of brilliance and more time to grow your business, generating more value for your clients. And also it will give you more time to spend doing what you want to do off the business hours. Please take business hours off. Does that mean sitting around watching TV and Netflix with your spouse? Does that mean that you're going to sporting events? Does that mean you're going on holidays? What is it that you want to do with your family and your significant other or the friends in your life? Those are the things that your team is going to do for you, is give you that time. 
but your team needs you to be able to do those things. The, the making more money, the having more space and time to bring in more projects. Your team needs you to take time away. Nobody needs to work for somebody who's super stressed. They also need you to be able to bring in more income so you can pay them. That is true. When you're more successful, your team will be more successful as well. Ensure that they understand that. Ensure that that is something that they truly not only understand, but embody inside themselves that they know that when the business is more successful, they will be more successful too. And what your team doesn't need from you is micromanaging their every step or letting them go on some kind of wild goose chase, figuring shit out all on their own when really the answers are already there, okay? They don't need to ask you a silly question every single time they do anything. They need to have autonomy. You need to create a trust inside your team, not just with you and your team members, but with your team members to team members as well. They don't just need to lean on you. They should be leaning on each other. And this then frees you up from being the hub of the team. There should be no hub from in a human form. Each of you on this team needs to be a spoke. You are part of the entire operation. You do what you do best. They do what they do best. We lean on each other and we create amazingness between all of us. Okay. That's the kind of team that you need. If you don't have that kind of team, if that's not the team that you ever envisioned having, I encourage you to think about it. If it scares you, I'm okay with that. Let's chat. But let me tell you that the teams that I have built over the years, this is the fabric of how they go together. My most amazing teams have always been interdependent with each other. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but they're dependent upon each other. We work as a whole, as a group, each one of us leaning on each other. And regardless of whether I'm the boss, the CEO, the owner of the company, I will still listen and hear what my team members have to say. I'm not going to let them lead me around by the nose. I'm not going to let them take the business into a corner that doesn't exist. I'm also not going to micromanage them to the point where they can't breathe. I'm not going to smother them. But together, we're going to work on our goals as the business goals. And we're going to take this information that we have together and create something beautiful and amazing. I can't tell you how phenomenal it is to have a team like this until you have one. And once you have a team like this, you will wonder what the hell took you so long to get one. Okay. So the magic happens when you trust your team and when they trust you, when you learn to create the optimal space for your team where everybody knows what they're supposed to do and each one knows what the other one can do and you have overlap between what happens and you build up this communication and it's clear communication. It's effective communication. Your team are supported. Your team will do amazing things for you and with you. Sometimes there's a bottleneck that happens inside a business and nine times out of 10, the bottleneck is the boss. When you're moving into that hub mode, when you're moving into the space where everybody needs to check in with you, that's exactly when you start moving into that hub mode and that's when the bottlenecks start to happen. Trust your team. 
go to them and say, Hey, I'm being a bottleneck in this moment. How can you guys see a way through this so that I'm not your bottleneck? How can we work better? When you learn to trust your team and they do the work that you give them and you trust that they're going to do that work, then it's going to free up time for you to do the things that only you can do. There's nobody on my team that can record this, record this podcast for you. Nobody. It's me. It's my voice. It's, it's my brain. It's I have to do this but I don't have to be the one that edits it. I don't have to be the one that creates the show notes. There's things about this podcast that I don't have to get my fingers in. But if I had to do all of those things, I wouldn't be able to do all the things I can do, all the things that I do do. The two podcasts that I do a week, the blog post that gets that happens every week, the three emails, the minimum three emails that go out to you guys every week. All of those things could never be done. And that's not even the, the work I do for for the rockstar masterminders, not even the work that I do for my, my clients from ClickUp. Like there is so many other things that I would not be able to do if I had to do it on my own. And I have to trust my team. I have to trust that they're going to do those things. And it, it does, it frees up my time so I can do these things like this with you. You need to be able to take a vacation where you don't spend the entire time on the beach with the laptop on your lap. You need to build a team so that the world does not crumble because your team can't handle running things while you're away. You need to build a team that is able to support you while you're on holidays, the same way that you would support your team member if they went on holidays. That's the trust you need to work for. So when your team can do those things, when you have a team that is amazing like that, It will, in fact, free up time for you to do what you want to do in your business. It'll free up time for you to have the life that you want. And not only that, it'll also bring in more finances into the business so that you can grow the business wherever you to whatever you want it to be. I hope you have an amazing week and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Overgivers Anonymous podcast. Your support means the world to me. You can find show notes for this episode and other goodies at overgiversanonymous.ca. And if you enjoyed this episode or you enjoyed the podcast in general, why not join us in the Overgivers Anonymous Facebook group where you can connect with overgivers from all over the world. Head on over to geekygirl.ca slash group.